Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. <laughs> oh man, we are we are going through these Fritzes like Drano. <laughs> I'm like I've had like I've had like three sips of mine. I don't know. Uh, I'm on uh, my second one. one already. So oh yeah. wait, seriously? Yeah. When yeah. did you finish the first one? Oh, ages ago. <laughs> For those who don't know, Fritz is a is a is a soda pop. It's a soda pop. That's yes. what it's called. A mineral. A mineral. Mineral. Mineral vasa. Mineral fizzy drinks. Oh. Fizzy. fizzy. I love that. A cola soda. I don't <laughs> so know. So many words. A, co- a, a coke. We coke. We call it limonada. Everything. I hate the German word. It's for not it. even lemonade. We don't care. We just call it limonada. Oh, no, the, the worst one is um, the Scots um, call it juice. That's not juice. It's not juice. What the fuck? Yeah, but it makes it sound way healthier. It's like, this, yeah. is, this is why this country has like oh, you want obesity a, and health problems. <laughs> you want a juice? You want a Dr. Pepper nice. juice? Yeah. yeah. But that also results in the like... pepper thru- fruit. <laughs> that also results in one of the cutest Scottish slang things I've ever heard, which is um, their term for tap water. Council juice. What? <laughs> council <laughs> juice. Tap water. State sanctioned juice. As in like from the county Cal- council. Yeah, council juice. That's weird. Why? Because it's the juice from the council. <laughs> Dr. Pepper flows from the tap. <laughs> yeah. You turn on the tap and you're juicing the council sweet tea of the council. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that to is think disgusting. Of. Council juice. Ew. But uh, I, I kind of wanted to start... Mm with my favorite bit of news that has happened this week that is so ridiculous. It's also become very European. <laughs> it has. I, oh, yeah, finally. We haven't, we, yeah, we, we, we've, we've barely talked about Jordan Peterson because there's really been no need to. Because he hasn't well, he was really in a coma. There was nothing to talk yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he hasn't really been doing anything lately. He hasn't been on TV since 2019. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But he also just, like, his European impact is, like, really small. For the most part, at least, at least in like non not on the internet. Speak. True, yeah, but I, I'm not, he doesn't do like tours in Europe or whatever. No, no. Like that. he he probably not, if he was still go- tours of hospitals now. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> in he's Europe, doing a, he's doing a tour of Europe of sorts at the moment. Um, but like, I know I remember when I was leaving like Scotland in like 2018. Mm-hmm. Like there were people in pubs reading. Um, what, what was his book called? Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, it was finally reached Scotland. Was um, it like twelve steps to b- be in twelve a rules of life? Cleaning your yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Twelve steps of cleaning your room or some bullshit. Nice. Yeah, like that was like I was seeing more like young guys in mm-hmm. Ireland and Scotland like either reading that book or listening to like the audio tape on YouTube. They're probably oh, also proud yeah. boys or something like that. Don't you have a lot yeah. of proud boys Well, this there? is the thing that sends, <laughs> Well, no, this is the thing about Jordan Peterson <laughs> is that his message itself is like the most boring message on the face Clean of the earth. Room. Of like, exactly. Of just like, you got to, you know, take control of your life. And, but then when it gets to like the feminist stuff is when it's like, okay, like, or like his, his, you know, Marxist postmodernism. Yeah. 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 Like, but I think like the 12 Very rules of life book Marxist doesn't say anything. There's nothing in that about his bizarre fucking yeah. politics. But there were a lot of people, I mean, like. No, the gra- the 12 rules of life did have that fucking like chaos dragon graph in it and stuff like that. It, get, it, it got weird at points, but you're right. Like the, the whole shtick of his was just like. 
Rule number one, take control of your own life. It's like, yeah, sure, okay. Rule number, number 12, two, pet every cat you see, yeah, which is a good rule. That's, 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 a, good, that's rule. a cute rule. Rule number three, all women contain chaos dragons. It's like, okay. Oh, oh, what? Wait, what? <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> okay. this is uh, I don't like the mood of this playlist. <laughs> putting out. He's really scared of like, messy stuff, right? Yeah. Rule number seven. So there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is his messenger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that turned interesting. <laughs> well, no, I, can, I can do like a Jordan Peterson impression. That's right. It's one of the impressions I can do. It's like yeah. that and Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm not... No, as, I mean, as you like can cleaning hear, your room good, and yeah. some chaos stuff. And yeah. He seems really... But yeah, he seems really scared of... I see these kids come up to me stuff. with tears in their eyes and they say, I, d- I just... I just want to party rock. (laughs) 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 Ah. Yeah, so uh, uh, Jordan Peterson's uh, daughter has been trying to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, someone has to. (laughs) Michaela Peterson. It's it's Michaela, I think, just spelled dumb because Jordan Peterson. Michaela. Because someone like predestined that she would just be a weird club goer in Eastern Europe at some yes. point. Isn't her mom Russian though? Yeah. Yeah, that's why she's called ah, Mikhailia. There you go. I did not know that. Oh, there you go. That does explain why there's so many like fucked Russian vibes about this whole family. That's why well no, no, that's not why they took but <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of Russian stuff going on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. Okay, so the story ends up with them being in Serbia. And as soon as I just saw the images... The better Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Russia without all the power and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> like Serbia. Um, no, it, it, did, it did strike me when I just saw the picture of her in the Serbian club. I was like, while well, Dricos de Dinte by Ozone plays. Oh my God, yes. That was yeah. my favorite Dragos part of the whole thing. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this makes sense now. This all just clicked into place. No, it's a great song, come on. It is a great song, yeah, sure. Yeah, we did but several versions of that, and we needed them the same summer. Would you like a, like, a little black, black cocktail dress? Like, obviously taking this club life seriously, like... You know, if I go to a club and they're playing Dragusta Dinte, I'm in like a t-shirt and cargo shorts jumping around, like putting on a country accent while Gold Digger by Kanye West plays. He's been like, she ain't a gold digger. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> jumping up and down for no reason. Um, yeah. That kind of club vibe. Like, she's doing very like serious, like... Sex in the city, dignified. Look at the drink in my hand. <laughs> yeah, at like, <laughs> at like at like a club that then that you're told to by like a oh fucking shoddy ass like ho- like hostile promoter in like the Czech Republic. That's like if you go on the bar crawl with us, you yeah. end up at this club at the end of the day. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. This yeah. amazing place. It's amazing. We had so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ghost no. of Dente. Up next, the Venga Boys are coming after that. Literally, yeah, exactly. Then we repeat those three songs again. The Venga Boys are great. Okay. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They played a concert. In Austria? Yes, <laughs> yes they, they are Austrian, yeah. They're, they're anti fascist uh, Yes, good. Yeah. Um, okay. Was that this year or last year? I, who that was even remembers? Election. <laughs> that was during the. Oh, that was last Ibiza year. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, were, they were playing, we're going to I mean, Ibiza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they should play the Venga Boys are coming. I'm assuming and they did afterwards. I don't think they yeah. got that stage. And it should set be the anthem of like anti fascist protest. <laughs> <laughs> that would literally be better than most anti fascist songs that exist. That so, yeah. It's an unfortunate fact. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I, I don't know. know. Why they have 
have to turn everything into like reggaeton. Uh, it, like, everything's uh, a really bad reggaeton, or it's really bad lyrical miracle rap. Mm-hmm. So or I'm, both. I'm yeah. sorry, but like the left needs to embrace the tactic of just sheer absurdity, like burning cars, pushing back against cops in like a Hamburg G20 protest style thing, and then suddenly... I love that! I want that! That's the future that we yeah. want. Throwing a flaming brick. I mean, it, it already kind of exists with like the like Gen Zers like just being obsessed with, I know, uh, with yeah. 100 Gex. Yeah. yeah, or no, that, um, that Chilean protest... When the protests were going off in Chile and then there was just the like footage of them like throwing Molotov cocktails at the police while someone was playing on amplified sax the neon Evangelion. Oh yeah, <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Like, All right, yeah, cool. That's, that's fucking amazing. That's I know what's go. going on there. That's so fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah, it's great. All right, so do we want to go through this whole thing? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes, okay, yes. okay, okay. So. Um, Michaela started the lion diet, which consists of only <laughs> eating beef, salt, and water. <laughs> Ooh. That sounds disgusting. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, How dehydrated are you after this? Does she not realize she's not a lion? Lions eat more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if lions don't eat the stomachs of animals and all the, like, half-digested, like, food. Exactly. It, yeah, yeah, they fucking die. Um... Okay, although this verges on an eating disorder, Michaela claimed that it cured many of her health problems. She even announced that she'd stopped taking her medications, including an anti-herpes drug. Oh. This is important later, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) She then convinced her father to start her diet. Soon after starting, Jordan reported that he stopped taking his antidepressants. I stopped taking my antidepressants. (laughs) Not a good idea, probably. I see my daughter come to me with tears in her eyes, saying, Dad, just... Eat beef salt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just make a fucking smoothie of that every morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So th- I think most people would would know this as the Jordan Peterson all meat diet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't his idea, though. Wasn't behind his idea. a strong man. <laughs> there's <laughs> always a crazy dog. There's <laughs> always your insane, <laughs> insane herpes-riddled daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's deeply unfair. Yeah. But still, um, yeah. uh, but like the the lion diet. I guess I don't think she was unhappy about her dad's like name being attached to this. I guess that's. I think she's fine with it. All right. It was around this time that Peterson reported not being able to sleep for twenty five days straight while experiencing <laughs> <That's> healthy <laughs> while experiencing a quote overwhelming sense of impending doom after drinking some apple cider i think that was from not taking his meds but okay uh, oh my god <laughs> yes this is this is all coming out on the joe rogan podcast <laughs> oh that's the best place for that kind that's, of stuff like, I, I understand the joe rogan damn podcast. that's crazy you didn't sleep for 25 days how's that possible <laughs> J- jamie pull that up have you tried dmt <laughs> <laughs> it's like they just put up the footage of like <laughs> paranormal activity. Yeah, the like candid Big Brother camera they have Jordan Peterson's room at night. Oh my god! Um, Jordan Peterson's life is actually just like an MTV reality show <laughs> from the mid two thousands. Oh yeah, it's like tonight on the Jordan Peterson show, we go to Serbia with his daughter. <laughs> 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 All right. It was because of this anxiety caused by a severe autoimmune reaction to food, quote, 
that Jordan was prescribed benzo diazepine. Yeah, benzodiazepines. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He started really getting getting into low peep, <laughs> which was increased after his wife was diagnosed with cancer. This led to Peterson developing a physical dependence on the medication. Sure. Yeah. According to Michaela, that happens with benzos. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. According to Michaela, after multiple failed rehab attempts, which she claims almost killed him, Peterson was <laughs> not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> she said she would finally find something that actually kills him. <laughs> um, they didn't go and do a good enough job. No, it was like the rehab attempts did not uh, did uh, almost killed him. Unlike you know, they tried to feed him like a carrot or something. <laughs> um, Peterson was moved to Russia for quote alternative treatments. Mm. The, own, the unknown treatment put Peterson into a medically induced <laughs> coma for eight days and gave him neurological damage. Oh, is that an alternative treatment to put someone in a coma? I thought alternative treatment would be something like like herbs or something like that. I don't know, or like a tea or <laughs> meditation. This is, like this is the thing. Not putting I was, someone in a medical induced coma. This was, <laughs> I asked my sister about this because yeah. my sister's a pharmacist, and she was like, "Why the fuck would?" Because like the the idea of it was that then they would put him into a coma. Uh, a medically induced coma <laughs> to yep. then have his body like not have the with like get over the withdrawals and then he wake up out, out yeah. of the coma not having the worst part of it done yeah. which I is incredibly stupid <laughs> um, it's cold it's it's being unconscious for going cold turkey basically yeah but uh, then my Yay. sister was like but like the type of benzos that he was on don't have that like bad of a reaction if you just go cold turkey off them. It isn't like Xanax, which will fucking kill you mm. because you develop a dependency. The reason that people get pres- prescribed this one is because getting off of it isn't nearly as bad as 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 some other you know higher uh, 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 mm. what's it called like more 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 powerful mm. drugs. So she found that hilarious that then that that yeah. that was the method that they were taking. So here's a picture of him and his daughter in Moscow. Fashion. So like he's not like posting anything. The only way to find out what's going on with him is to follow his daughter on Instagram. Mm. Um, but this is a uh, this is from the National Post. He was he has neurological damage and a long way to go to full recovery. He is taking anti seizure medication and cannot type or walk unaided, but is on the mend. And his sense of humor has returned. <laughs> Classic Jordan Peterson sense of humor. <laughs> Great. A, a feminist and a Marxist and a postmodernist walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the same. Person. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually funny. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> oh, Kermit, Kermit the Frog's humor is weird now. Um, in the middle of her father's hospitalization, Michaela left her husband and dad to travel around Romania with Andrew Tate, Ah. a misogynist pickup artist and and webcam pimp who runs a scam website uh, and thinks that depression doesn't exist. (laughs) Sick. He's a great guy. His uh, Twitter name is uh, Senders of Wudan and his name is Mr. Mr. Plenty. Mr. Plenty. Oh, I thought it was like Big Dick 420 or something. Here he is. He's wearing a monk's... uh, Oh, cool. And carries a sword. I like how he's... um, Wait, wrong color then if he's carrying a sword. Just saying. His, His head and neck looks like a worm. It'd have to be gray. Oh, so he's a fighting monk, huh? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a worm. He always posts like stuff of women saying like, "Oh my god, you're so like you're so great," and he, you know, mm. it's basically just him uh, bragging that he's a multimillionaire and an alpha. And he also fled the police in Germany and left his two cars there because he went got into an accident. Oh. And he, he crashed his first car into his second car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. no, I don't have insurance to come in. <laughs> I have to run before they ask for details. <laughs> oh, shit. I think he has, there's something going on. You will die alone. Oh, oh my God. I went too deep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but basically he was posting a lot of like his cars and saying how he ditched them because he's so rich he can just buy a new one and he can just change his name. So he basically oh. just admitted to to like several crimes. Yeah, several crimes nice. on on Twitter and saying like, and then there's another on one on Twitter, which is then on his name, is it not? Like people yeah. know his actual yeah, of name. Course, Yo, yeah. I can fucking change my name if I wanted to. Let me tell on you, Twitter. his pronouns <laughs> are King and God. Uh, mm-hmm. Clever joke. Yeah, very. Uh, we all very we funny. all yeah. The um, oh God, my oh God. Uh, so the the great thing that I like about this is to our German listeners, if you're if we're now starting the corner spatey treasure hunt for find these this guy's abandoned cars and you get to keep oh, yes. them. <laughs> They're somewhere in Germany, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, one more fun thing because it could oh, yeah. be important for what comes up. Um, he doesn't believe in COVID nineteen. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. he was on a train in Germany because his cars were sacked, you know, <laughs> with his dudes, and they couldn't get a beer from the. Food cards so he was uh recording uh um like a little video about him being upset about it saying like oh, this is bullshit the pussies pussies in germany and as soon as they nothing uh, is literally more pussy than complaining about wearing a cloth mask yeah, that not, does not, not getting beer from the food cart oh god <laughs> i love i love the conservative outroar of uproar about yes. about like not wearing a mask because they're like um sir my grandfather did not die on the beaches of normandy so i'd have to wear a mask <laughs> and it's like wait what <laughs> <laughs> well his grandfather doesn't didn't die at the beaches of normandy because when he transgressed to like um into like a pra- um, Prague, Czech Republic, he said, these are the real men, the Eastern European men, and that is why they're always better than the Western Europeans. Uh, and he did a big like thing about Eastern Europeans. He's a Stalinist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they, they did have a discussion about Stalin, him and uh, Mihaela. Yeah, okay. I think I remember that coming up. He's yes. a, so he's, he's an asshole? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I wanted to, to to see if I could get his uh, website with the with the various courses, um, because yeah, I wanted to see the 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 uh, his website is garbage and it's got like a bunch of okay, so it's like one of these very hyper masculine kind of dating websites because it's mm-hmm. like. Um, I, I opened the, the burger menu, the like the menu for like where all the different shit is because I want to navigate to courses. But of course, nothing is called the courses page or anything. It's called the war room. Oh my God. Uh, Andrew Tate's war room is an exclusive members only club with over 11 verified millionaires. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, how much to join? <laughs> a million dollars. There's only 11 people in the fucking group. I don't even know if that guy has money. So, okay, so here's some of his courses. Um, Hustlers University. <laughs> <laughs> I got my degree from Hustlers University. Don't you dare speak. <laughs> how dare he take that name? Um, 
what do you guys think the price for doing the Hustlers University courses? Um, it, it, I'm assuming American University prices are like $20,000 a year. 375 <laughs> Okay. So weirdly enough, this is in um, pounds. Okay. But... One thousand ninety-nine pounds. Why was I so cheap? Yeah, right. <laughs> Why, oh, okay. oh I didn't know. I didn't know there was British prices of university. To, to okay. join, to join, Hustle, the picture on Hustlers University is uh, him smoking a cigar. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Okay. God mode: the elite playboy tactics of Tristan Tate. Mm. So, price five hundred pounds. No, that's more. Because it's like, it's him. Like, uh, okay, it's okay. 5,000. <laughs> so apparently, this is only half as good as Hustlers University. No! It's 500 pounds. Sorry, I'm a woman. I don't understand of these things. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get numbers. <laughs> 499. 499 pounds to become, what was it, God Mode? God Mode, the elite Playboy tactics. Oh, of that's Tristan the cheap way to become God Mode. Yeah, it's pretty cheap, yeah, right? Um, <laughs> That picture to entice you there is uh, him in a jacuzzi while a woman lights his cigar for him. <laughs> so Shit, so first you learn the basics, how you light your, your own, own cigar. cigar. <laughs> I, like, I don't understand why that's like a thousand. Though. Okay, OnlyFans fortunes. So just him just jacking off in front of is the it, camera? Is it, is, it, is it him making money on OnlyFans? I don't know. There are OnlyFans you can use for other things. Like, I think our brains have been so polluted well, that we I've never that seen other for sex We're work. all very horny. But, uh, no, the, the, the picture is just the OnlyFans logos with, like... A cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Click the on OnlyFans it. logo smoking a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's got... No, it's just got the word fortunes written underneath it. The course costs 1,400 British pounds. Damn. This is the most expensive course so far. Wait, is he British? Andrew Tate, yeah, po- possibly. That's a then why is he jacking off for, like, for Eastern European men? No, that's, that's very UK energy as well. <laughs> Ask Milo. He lived in Russia for three (laughs) years or whatever. And then the last course that I have here is Broadcasts Tate's Million Dollar System. So how much do you think the million dollar system Million dollars. (laughs) 1,300 British pounds. That is not a million dollars. No, but... He's a fucking liar. But, like, think of how much money you're saving. You put down 1,300 pounds You get a million dollars back. You get a million dollars, which is like... pussy. A million dollars, which is, like, something like... 900, 900 something thousand. Yeah, so that's Andrew Tate's he course. He is American British. Oh, oh no. there you go. That's a powerful combination. There he is with Michaela lighting mm. a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but his trainer was Amir Subasic. So maybe. His trainer his in like trainer what? In, in the. In pickup artistry? In cruiserweight kickboxer mixed martial arts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there has to and be some he was MMA fighting shit out of this. he was fighting out of Bucharest. So. Uh, well, they was yeah. they were exploring Romania together, Romania and Serbia and stuff like that. Um, I know I like the idea now that I know that he's like an MMA guy. That that's his like secret to picking up women is just to beat the shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <cool. clears throat> yeah. All right. Um, a side note, Michaela's husband, who I guess she's still married to. Nice. She's left him, but they're still married. They're remarried or something. Oh, like that's that. right. I saw that. Yeah, she left him for like after a year or something, and mm-hmm. then they got back together because he's such a. Don't they want to like, preserve the like traditional Western like 
mm-hmm. thing. What? Don't they want to like preserve like their traditional Western household and shit like maybe, that? Maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, traditional Western household. He's Russian. So, but they still <laughs> think that the whatever. Never mind. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I know. But what like, mean. okay, so this is this is where the Stalin thing came in because it's the husband who she would argue with Stalin about. Oh shit! Not with yeah. Andrew. <laughs> yeah, and Andre. Um, is the name of her husband. Sure, there's something going on with... Yeah, <laughs> Andrew, Andre. God, I wish Jordan Peterson's name was Andrew. That would just be icing on the cake. But it's not. But anyway, yeah, um, when Andrew and I met, we argued about Stalin all night. I think he's been brainwashed. He disagrees and accuses me of the same. Does Wait, does he love Stalin or...? I have to assume. Because I don't imagine Michaela loving... The Peterson's probably Peter- are anti-Stalin. Michaela, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're yes. probably anti-Stalin. He's probably like... Maybe he is a yeah, Stalinist. He's, he's, a nostal- he's, a, he's a nostalgic for the, the Wait, US Stalin Congress. nostalgia is super normal in Russia. I know yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> let's not get our fucking hopes up. <laughs> but it's, also, it's possible for Russians to like Stalin without any like, yeah, like of Without being... Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, being... Um... um Okay, yeah. The other interesting thing about this guy, though, is Michaela's husband is from Russia, claims to be possessed by a demon named uh, Igor, yeah. and is the one who helped Michaela get her dad into Russia. Cool. Yeah. Nice. The entire time, Michaela was charging people 50 to $600 for memberships to her diet website that offered virtually nothing. The site is now defunct for a second time and was basically just a support group for people claiming that the diet cured them. But does it work for anyone? Um, a lot of people on Twitter yelling at her. It was MichaelaPeterson.com forward slash Lion Club for the Lion, lion Diet. Um, <laughs> so funny. There's someone like yelling at um, someone just tweeting at Michaela being like, Wait, 50 Canadian dollars per month. I'm paying 47 pounds per month for this. <laughs> Please tell me I've made a mistake. You have made a mistake. All right. Sorry. <laughs> when apparently... When it apparently didn't work for her father, as <laughs> we have already seen, it didn't work for her because she admitted that she also took anti-anxiety drugs while on her diet. And it didn't help her mother, who was on the diet and was diagnosed with kidney cancer requiring two surgeries. So, yeah, the diet didn't work for anyone in her family. Surprise, surprise, because it's just beef, salt, and <laughs> water. Can't tell me that we're, they were only eating that. No, no, they definitely weren't. Uh. Anyway, after Peterson f- uh, finished his treatment in Russia, they went to Florida and eventually ended up in Serbia. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. Like, you go to, <laughs> first you go to w- Russia, then you go to Florida, then you go to, to the Florida Serbia. Of Europe, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> After Peterson finished his treatment in Russia, they went to Florida and eventually Serbia, where Michaela gave her entire family COVID, hospitalizing <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, Michigan. you get a COVID, you get a COVID. Um, While she was in that club, like, didn't, did wasn't like the caption, like, yeah, I, don't like know, I don't know what this COVID thing yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's so stupid. I, I love this. I love this family. Yeah. So here, here's her Facebook post, if you want to. Mm, I read it. I had COVID-19. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> um, this is what uh, this is what I looked like during it. Although there were definitely rougher looking, puffier days. 
Look, I'm still cute and sexy, yeah. guys. I do those posts all the time. Yeah. As if this year couldn't get any weirder, my family caught coronavirus in Belgrade. Oh, that's really weird. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> life, guys. <laughs> right? This is my mom, and this is my dad. <laughs> and this is me. We all have coronavirus. <laughs> And my life, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Just because the tin tape Yes. <laughs> uh, well, one, that's actually interesting because, uh, well, it, it uh, like relates to one of the topics we were talking about because it was during they were there during the the protests. The, well, a bit like before because they like they were. Oh, they were going out before mm. when when nothing was closed. Yes, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. during the parliamentary during the time. election time. Yeah, where <laughs> everything was open because it was like yeah. it's all good. Yeah, Don't exactly. Worry about nothing it. changed. It's no, the it's same fine. cases. <laughs> Y'all caught that crap. It's cursed. <laughs> the number of cases that occurred in Serbia during the supposed it's all fine time was just <laughs> like super stable. It's very super legitimate. <laughs> Long story short, we got to Belgrade and the country was completely open. No masks <laughs> necessary. Nope. A month later, everything shut down again after elections. <laughs> See, what did I tell you? <laughs> Politics, parentheses. We all went back into quarantine because we're with my dad and he's high risk. He already had pneumonia this year. Ten days into strict quarantine. I'm slowly killing him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly murdering my father. Damn. Will COVID just finally fucking kill him? By the way, does anyone know where to get an IV drip bag of COVID? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten days outside um, into uh, ten days into strict quarantine, and I mean strict. We didn't go outside of the property. My toddler got symptoms of a flu swiftly, followed by the rest of us. Turns out a lot of people in Belgrade caught it. Oh God. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of just, like, weird, yeah, but then, but then this Instagram story is pretty good of her just at a club saying, yeah, that is the one, coronavirus, question mark, never heard of it, hashtag Serbian vibes. <laughs> well, it is true what she's saying with, yeah. with the hashtag Serbian vibes. <laughs> that is true. How does she, how is she real? Like, this is the thing, is that this just seems like something that's, like, been like cooked up in like i don't know rob's brain or something like that like yeah yeah just like the spoiled rich girl academic daughter who just like kills her entire family through just like weird horny yeah mistakes. this is a yeah. mega rica like <laughs> but not rich about that rich yeah. like i mean a book deal like will get you money but i mean like you're killing your father over of like what yeah. a couple hundred thousand dollars which then you'll probably have to pay back in like I don't know, all the fucking treatments that you're just, like, throwing money at the wall at? Mm. Well, yeah, this is the thing that makes me feel like they are fairly comfortable because they're just fucking going off to a million different countries. They tried, like, a million different rehabs in the United States, according to her, anyway, which that would have caused a small fortune. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that didn't work, so they started going, like, overseas to experimental... Um, they, like experimental treatments, and then while that's happening, she just it's goes. The movie Hostel, but <laughs> so it was all about his mental addiction. Yeah. Seriously. Yep. Now he has coronavirus. Yeah, God. <laughs> it like, was all about a fucking Benson addiction. Exactly, like, what yeah. the fuck? Come on, this guy that tells you how to be like a strong and, and, and I don't know, what kind Yo, of a, every like, decent man. Emo rapper has a fucking exactly. Benzo addiction, for Come fuck's on. sake. God. 
Oh my goodness. Ask the Zoomers how to fucking yeah. deal with benzo addictions. <laughs> it's not heroin. <laughs> they all on benzo. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? Like, yeah, I don't want to make it super harmless, but it's still something you don't need uh, to be put into a medical. <laughs> no, exactly. Use coma for. God, yeah, I'm trying to find the original video. Of oh, no, I. W- I, I already retweeted that once in my brain. What? Wait, like, there's a video? The video of her in the club <gasps> listening to the Numa Numa song. Oh my god, yeah. I've never seen the video. I've just seen we'll, the meme. We'll show you later. Yeah, it's oh. going to take me a while to find it, I think. But um, yeah, so that's kind of what's been happening with like the Petersons' fun times in Eastern Europe. Because again, like... Like, her dad's in this weird treatment in Russia and she just fucks off with a, like, pickup artist <laughs> to, like, Romania and just hangs around while he beats the shit out of women, allegedly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he smokes ma- a He ma- Yeah, and he made a tweet, something like... Uh, um, with her, and it said... Well, she l- she said she likes likes meat or something like that. She likes high quality. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She said she likes high quality meat, and it's him and, and her, her and tagged her, and she said, "You're such a brat, <laughs> brat, not brat, like not Brad Pitt. <laughs> You're such a brat." <laughs> Brad does that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't introduce us into the show yet, and I'm gonna keep all that because that was a fucking. <laughs> Uh, that was it. fun, yeah. Joy so, in case you didn't realize, uh, hey, 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 <laughs> it is your weekly corner spatey. Uh, you're joined with myself, Nick, and Kieran, and Yulia. Always the, when when Nick introduces us, I'm always the like the. the I last do it one. by the order of what everyone's sitting. Yeah, like, that's interesting because then when I'm sitting there, you start there because <laughs> you're the most important, so I put you last. It's That's corner. It's corner. Spady starring Nick and Kieran and featuring featuring you, a, a <laughs> yeah. special like, appearance by. Oh, you. No, 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 okay, no, no, you no, know no, what? No, it's no. like it's like yeah. all right. You're like it's Danny DeVito in in uh, Always Sunny. He's credited last because he's the biggest one. Yeah. yeah. It's also like all right on every Travis Scott song. Like, do you listen to Travis Scott songs because of Travis Scott or the features on the Travis Scott song? If you listen the to features. Travis, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're a fucking you know child who listens to Travis Scott and actually likes him as an artist, you're wrong. But if you only listen to Travis Scott's song because someone's good on it, then yeah, like you're the featured. You're Pop Smoke in this case on oh. that weird song. Which one is that? Gotti. Gotti. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one listens to that song for Travis Scott. No one listens to Sicko Mode for Travis Scott. That's true. Just saying. <laughs> Andrew Tate also gives a master class in chess. Oh. Fucking nerd. <laughs> um... Network brilliance. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Okay. Andrew Tate's chorus for network brilliance. Oh no, we're still talking about him. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got I got all the I, I went to his shop page. Um 300 British pounds. The image is a picture of him shaking hands with Don Jr. Oh hell yeah. Can I see? Don Jr. Right? Oh god. Which Wait, one let me is see? It? That yeah. one there. I thought it was Buddy language. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's our goodest boy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don Junior. Oh god. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, uh, this is all fun and good, and yes, actually not good. No. Uh, you guys get off your phones and stop trying to buy Andrew Tate's <laughs> cool stuff. No, I want to listen to her podcast now. Oh, she has a, she podcast. Has a podcast. Of course, she has a podcast. She's a get her uh, on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god 
I mean, she is in Europe. She is relevant now to us. <laughs> what Serbia like? Yeah, we can ask her about like the situation in Serbia and how she experienced the, the like not I locked the fake unlocked so zone. What's it like <laughs> not killing your dad over a very <laughs> slow period of time? So how's Russia doing, <laughs> by the way? How's She's Igor? our Eastern Europe uh, expert now. How, how's Igor, the demon that inhabits? <laughs> 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 oh my god! Um, I just I really like the idea of just us trying to have like a very stodgy, intellectual, informed debate about the history of Serbia since like the fall of Yugoslavia with her, and just try to like. So, what do you think of Milanovic <laughs> and his role? Oh my god! Yes. Um. Speaking of demons in Eastern Europe, <laughs> ah, nice one, nice transition. Tra- transition. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Belarus. We're talking Belarus. We're talking man. our our goodest boy, uh, you know, friend of the show, uh, 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 correspondent of Belarus. Uh, yeah, that's right, Alexander Lukashenko, <laughs> Michaela Peterson, <laughs> Michaela Peterson, <laughs> Michaela Peterson por- reporting in live from Minsk. <laughs> On the ground, <laughs> being beat the shit out by <laughs> Belarusian secret service. I just what I have to assume is just a large collection of mashed potatoes put into riot cop uniform that's been cursed into being a vicious cop. It's the it's the um, they also pudgy. <laughs> it's the what's it called the 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 um, marshmallow man from uh, Ghostbusters, oh. the, the Michelin tire man. <laughs> Yeah, for Ghostbusters, but yes. just made of potatoes. <laughs> and now is a riot cop for the Lukashenko government. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So, um, I guess a little bit of the intro. We talked about the election before it happened and how this looked like an election that something could change. And not for like the bullshit reasons of like, you know, people were coming out onto the streets or whatever and there were exciting candidates or what have you because there weren't exciting candidates. Well, because they weren't allowed to be no, any. exactly, yeah. But, I mean, even the, the ones that were... In the last episode we talked about this, which I think was literally called 55... Lukashenko's 55 Bestest Friends. Um, <laughs> we did mention that the only reason we think this election might be interesting is because of Lukashenko's reaction. Usually, what happens with an election in Belarus is that you know people run against him or whatever, but then they give it the old try and then they lose. Yeah, exactly. Like nothing of real consequence happens because it doesn't lead anywhere. Yeah, except for the 2010 election. But interesting. We'll get to that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but this election was different because it was very apparent to a lot of like observers that Lukashenko was nervous. He was stopping candidates from running. He was arresting people, raiding banks and things where other people like were. And yeah, so surprise, surprise, Lukashenko wins. A landslide. Yeah, that's 82%. 82%. 100%. 9%. <laughs> Uh, we got some uh, uh, we got some extra people to vote yeah. that uh, actually did happen yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of, yeah there was a bunch of ballots for dead people isn't cast there like, yeah shit. isn't there like videos of like people jumping out of the window with ballots and shit like that out of like an election like a voting station oh yes and stuff. I did yeah yeah I saw they climb like out of the window and just yeah, run just away like, with the ballots just throw it out the window oh, they're, they're gone great <laughs> um I was wondering if that was like one of those like weird tactics like the Greek anarchists do where like every year they steal um, oh, yeah, they steal ballot, they steal boxes. ballot boxes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they have to redo the election in those neighborhoods all the time. 
Sick. <laughs> so, yeah. so um, I guess the like, thing that happened, this happened over the weekend, and then during this week, things have kicked off. Uh, one of the first things that happened was, according to the main rival candidate, Svetlana Tikhanovskaya. <laughs> Tikhanovskaya. That one. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness we have Yulia this episode because last time Kieran was like, I'm just going to leave it. Like. Um, the presidential candidate who allegedly lost a probably rigged election on Sunday to incumbent Alexander Lukashenko turned up in Luth- Lithuania on Tuesday after a suspicious disappearance on Monday. <laughs> Sorry, it's <laughs> I just... It's the great days of Lithuania, Belarus, when they were still like. What? I mean, when I mean it was Poland and. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Belarus yeah. was there as well. I mean, Belarus was there as well. <laughs> All my friends just hanging out. <laughs> I also just like the phrasing "turned up in Lithuania." Just like, <laughs> <It's> like poof. <laughs> listen to the listen to fucking Numa Numa song. Yeah. <laughs> the Numa Numa song is playing in the local supermarket, and there she is, in like the vegetable aisle. I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. Hi. When I'm not fronting for president, I am here buying. Turning up. <laughs> I'm here turning up buying legitimate Lithuanian zucchinis. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, uh, it turns out that last name uh, was detained for seven hours by Belarusian authorities on Monday after trying to file a complaint about Sunday's vote count. When she made the decision purely voluntarily, you understand. To flee the country. <laughs> oh, yeah. I voluntarily flee the country. I, of course. There's nothing uh, after me or something. Yeah. I'm just... Why would I want to stay in Belarus? It's a country I fought for and all my family and friends are here. Why would, yeah. I, why would I do that? Um, she does not appear to have done so with an eye toward keeping up the resistance in exile as she released a video message that seemed to urge her supporters mm. not to make a big stink of the whole affair. Hmm. Lukashenko's government has already jailed um, her husband, Sergey. Famous YouTuber. <laughs> Famous YouTuber. What's up, guys? <laughs> it's Sergey. <laughs> uh, he's rocking in the house. <laughs> he's playing in the background. They just got it in Belarus. Um, was originally planning to run the election. Uh, she has two children who may be at risk. So her decision to tap out after what was a harrowing few hours in custody is understandable. But despite her plea to supporters mm. not to put themselves at risk, demonstrations are continuing. Yes. How long they continue, absent a figure around whom the demonstrators can rally, is unclear. Belarusian authorities have now reportedly taken the country's internet offline, which is a tactic mm-hmm. routinely used to disrupt the cohesion of protest movements, but is also a strong signal that something horrible is about to happen. Yes. So that was the report on Tuesday of what's going on. Um... There's been continuous protests ever since uh-huh. then. Uh, people keep going. Um, there have been like videos leaked of s- situations like in this room. Have you seen the video? There are like protesters in the room and there's an outer uh, voice speaking like very low. Kind of, like re- It's me, <laughs> Alexander Lukashenko. Chocolate <laughs> 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 Probably like a military guy or a policeman or something, and yeah. it's young, uh, definitely young protesters, look like around twenty or something like that, and they are like turned against the wall, kind of with their heads down and stuff like that, and then they have to turn around and they ask them, "Will you continue with your revolution?" And they're like filming the faces, and it's like faces, of course, like filled with fear, 
and saying like, no, we won't continue the revolution, we won't, and stuff like that. So, Ooh. kind of showing you what happens to you if you're going to protest. Fun! Fun, 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 fun. And, yeah, that's actually methods that are quite now known um, of the Belarusian government like to yeah. do that when there's protests happening because it was like that in 2010, which was the last big uprising, actually, right. during the election. There was also a bit of, like, instability. I mean, like, this time as well, because of the COVID-19 situation, you had mm. an instability already. Um, back then, you had an instability because... The relationship with Russia was kind of like, eh? Yeah. Because um, Lukashenko wouldn't say, like, thumbs up for um, the new Russian <laughs> well, regions of <laughs> former Georgia, of Zydossetian uh, and, and, and the other one. <laughs> South Ossetia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I, I was talking about, oh. Zydossetian, but okay. there's another one. Abkhazia? Maybe. <laughs> but that's not, that's not annexed. That's like Russia recognizes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was about that because they, they wanted to have Belarus um, on their side. Saying like, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. say, yeah, Russia, cool job. Yeah. And Belarus has been in this like weird situation in yeah. regards to like, which way Western man? Uh, <laughs> of, like, Is Belarus part of that, like the counter NATO thing that Russia has? Uh, it's part of the EAU, the Eurasian Union. No, 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 the military alliance that they have. Oh. with like It's like Russia, Kyrgyzstan, Turkmenistan, no, uh, uh, Tajikistan, oh, Armenia. Right. Nice countries. <laughs> I think Belarus may in it, and then like Serbia and Afghanistan are also in it. That strikes me as probably the only European former Soviet country that would ever join something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As, uh, but you have such a like close border also to Lithuania and stuff like that, and it's kind of yeah. like there is this back and forth from like Lithu Lithuanians in Belarus or or Belarusians in Lithuania and and stuff. So right. I don't know, and Latvia as well. Um, but yeah, I mean they had this weird plan, Putin and Lukashenko, to make Russia one again. You remember, yeah. <laughs> like not Russia one, uh, like one again, but like to the whole like. The yeah. <laughs> it's called, like, is this called like the union or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to. Yeah, I don't know. Do like. But like, yeah, things also <laughs> things also soured after mm -hmm. Crimea. Exactly. Uh, yeah. The 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 only thing that I re remember, and I probably brought up a million times on this podcast, is just like how Lukashenko, while being like diplomatically somewhat supportive of um, Putin and mm. the exiled Ukrainian. Um, Manakovich yep. or something, yeah. Uh, the one who was taken out by Euromaidan. Um, he also simultaneously passed that law that was just like, if you see any unmarked soldier, just anyone is allowed to shoot them on sight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Being like, <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not letting this happen to us. Um, so it's like this weird thing and Belarus has been doing economically quite well because of like being able to juggle that relationship, although it's tenuous. Like there was that whole... When, again, after Crimea, when all the like sanctions against Russia happened, there was all this like um, supermarkets in Russia filled with Belarusian mozzarella and <laughs> Belarusian like mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> Belarusian shrimp. Uh, it was all like landlocked. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> the coast of <laughs> off the coast of Minsk. Minsk yeah. Brest, I don't know. Um, but the idea that just like all this uh, European Union produce was yeah. coming into Russia via 
Belarus to skirt the There's sanctions. Actually, Belarus is like also a known thing to like sell alcohol through. I don't know. Like oh, yeah. I, I've met people in in Latvia that said they're in business and they meet in Latvia with Belarusian uh, mm. entrepreneurs to sell alcohol to Russia or Belarus or something or like sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah to get away from it's sanctions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fun, fun, fun so fact. So that stuff keeps <laughs> happening, I guess. But like it but puts Belarus in this weird position of they kind of rely on both yeah. of these powers that are kind yes. of at odds with each other. Yeah. 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 But so back to the protests mm. and whatnot, because now as of yesterday, I guess, uh, the police and stuff have been releasing prisoners and yeah. whatnot. So um, I don't know what that necessarily means in terms of like dying down because it doesn't mm. seem that then it is. The thing that then that's also become very weird, though, is um, and I know I, I don't want our listeners to get the wrong message of this from me but <laughs> there's been a lot of just people unknowingly waving the like that nazi flag <laughs> like oh everywhere. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah that's before we go back to the protest yeah. i guess we can do like a quick address of that because yeah so people might have seen with these protests the white red white the lutherian right, yeah right. the yeah white lutherian flag yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's something Three horizontal bands, white, red, white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's typically yeah, exactly. sometimes a horse in the middle of it. The crest. Of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the really old and version of it has just a swastika in the middle of it. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, one, the really, really old one is the one where it symbolizes like the blood of a soldier or something like that in a field or some That's bullshit. always what red Christian, flag is. It's kind of like Christian yeah. connotation. It's a bad flag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's tip- It's kind of typical in, in, Eastern, in Eastern Europe too or like uh, Eastern, like Central uh, European, uh, Central Eastern European countries to like do these kind of things to go back to an interbellum period Yeah. as like the great times, <laughs> the great times, the first nation kind of um yeah, yeah. narrative and it would be with this flag actually that this flag was chosen for the like right, uh, white Rutherian uh, <laughs> yeah um, flag who were also collaborators for the Nazis yes. so they would believe that you can build like an independent um, nation of, of Belarus under the Nazi regime or like yeah, the yeah. if you collaborate collaborate yeah. we had those kind of uh, ideas with Latvia as well yeah yeah, yeah. but then like fast um, forward to now though the flag yeah. still has an ultra right wing oh, connotation yeah, yeah, like yeah. it isn't that it's just like has been lost <laughs> in the sense of like oh okay no, this, the, yeah. I- the identity behind it now is different it's just that then happens to be that yeah. this is the same flag it's like no 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 this flag up until very recently, and by very recently, I mean like a week ago, mm-hmm. was only used by the extreme right in Belarus for this exact same like antebellum thing. A lot of the yeah. times that antebellum being Nazi Germany. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's so like did, a lot of like that. I feel like we talked about this uh, a great deal when we did, I can't remember, I think it was either Hungary, um, but yeah. we, we talked about like, because Hungary and Poland are the classic examples of also fetishized. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, yeah. 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 period. Yeah. And or Nazi Germany on yeah, Hungary's yeah, yeah, yeah. sense. <laughs> well, no, but this, this is the thing they do. They they kind of like they talk about the interbellum period and all these mm-hmm. symbols and all these figures and whatever yeah. Yeah. as heroes of a purely independent, totally yes. not occupied or controled. Well, yeah, the First uh, Nation kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's like this. Well, if you 
the thing is you have this big narrative and this narrative is kind of like this weird like I mean, you still have the Soviet uh, symbols in Belarus. Mm. They are very much in place. Nothing like got put down or something. No, no statues or something. You still have it. So they see, kind of see, it, even though it's not really like a continuation of the, you know, communist. Uh, no. Oh yeah, Belarus is very far from a socialist. Yeah, state. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you still have all these symbols. So like, what do you do to, you know, contest that to to go like full opposite? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you kind of like use the uh, this idea of this like uh, you you need to rewrite a new like narrative for your country if mm. you want something else, something that people can rally behind. Yeah. And then you tell them about like the First Nation kind of thing. You use the symbols. You say, okay, this would be Belarus. The indigenous Belarus. Belarusians. Autochtone Russian. Yeah, you kind of like, you, you want a new narrative. So you use this narrative because this is solid. This is the First Nation. This yeah. is <laughs> Belarus. It's almost as if fascism yes. relies on returning to a past that never was. Exactly. Like, <laughs> what? Damn. So while people can probably, and I think I've seen it online, cherry pick examples of this flag being used in non-problematic ways mm -hmm. it is ignoring in the same way that like all these figures that like poland and hungary celebrate had periods in their lives when they were probably just bog standard liberals like yeah. it's ignoring a huge part of that like history because it's like okay and then what did they do yeah. <laughs> they sided with the nazis exactly. um I think the way I think of it is like the people who are the most ardent like white, red, white flag wavers in Belarus are probably people who, if this quote unquote revolution is successful, will form like a future Belarusian Fidesz or a future Belarusian PIS. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah that's the thing that then's the ultimate problem of this is that then we we've we talked about this on the show, I think last time we talked about Belarus, was that then if then it ends up in a situation that then it currently is, it may be worse than Lukashenko in a weird way. Like maybe not in the sense of like like uh, like in terms of like political oppression and whatnot and stuff like that. But either you're gonna have like a weird neoliberal government that has like that's just this bizarre centrism that could be immediately hijacked by the right, yeah. which is what's happening now in every Eastern European country, or you just have a full blown right-wing neo-fascist group mm. they like a couple of steps. yeah yeah exactly and i do think the thing that then i think is really interesting too is that then this is from um what my flatmate is showing me is that there's like a lot of younger maybe not like a lot but there are younger people who are like belarusian nationalists yeah, in quotes yeah, who are just so like oh yeah no we have to vote for like the like you know this is like talking about how like then the other candidates aren't the good ones because they're they like don't corrupt want yeah, exactly like yeah that. they don't they want, want the like liberals, an actual yeah. the liberals or like yeah the, the yeah or the oligarch with a bank or something like that they don't want that they no. yeah they want the you know they want the yeah the blood and soil ones and and maybe I not mean, like extreme blood and soil but it is like there is a message that then can like easily be just like implemented into there. I mean, yeah. you have these kind of like phenomena all the time, especially when it comes to these kind of uprisings. You had it in in Ukraine as well. Oh yeah, you know, that it was didn't, immediately hijacked by Nazis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it didn't start out like that. It did start out with like you know saying, "Oh, you promised us Europe. Where is it?" <laughs> And, yeah. and then yeah. Europe's like, we never promised you that. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but like that last election was just like 
Poroshenko, the chocolate king of Ukraine, <laughs> just constantly going to rally after rally in various like Kievan suburbs. Yeah. And then every time his thing would just get like bum rushed by neo Nazis. Yeah. Like some sort of like, I don't know, the, the Ukrainian timber wolves or whatever the fuck <laughs> they were called. And they would just be like, we believe in hanging out with your bros and murdering all Jews. And like, okay, yeah. cool. We've already made a list of them. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I, we were just trying to hand it to Poroshenko. <laughs> <laughs> with knives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you had these... I mean, suddenly there were ideas about putting up the old... What's his name? Parent? No, what, what is, what's his name? This fascist. In this Ukraine. Ukrainian fascist. Was it Parent? In Ukraine? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Like the that. one who then literally... Yeah, it's not even yeah. just like was like, oh, maybe he's problematic. Like, yeah. he was legitimately like a member of the oh, SS. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they, they formed like neighborhood watches and, and, and shit like that. And that was basically just a bunch of right-wing hooligans trying to kill people. Yeah, they still exist too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, know, vigilant groups and list. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that, you, it, it happens a lot, like a protest like that being hijacked by, mm. by uh, groups that see uh, a yeah. political opportunity in this. I mean, yeah. you don't only have it in, in Eastern Europe, you have it in, in, I don't know, let's think about stuff like Syria. The or US? Oh, the US or Syria as well. Like when you've suddenly had in East uh, Aleppo, had the situation yeah. of, of, I mean, Islamic um, fundamentalists trying to the hijack. fall the fall yeah. of a dictator does release all sorts of weird exactly yeah. bullshit because like so a big part of a big part of why a lot of these candidates from my perspective might be worse than Lukashenko in a lot of ways or especially in the long term is that there is this there's this thing in kind of like liberal geopolitics that. I, it, I'm not sure how much I like the theory, but it, it is one that kind of resonates with me at the moment. Oops, sorry. Is the, um, what's it called? Authoritarian bargain is what it's referred to as. It's like you, get, like, you the people, give up your political power for as long as I can keep the jobs coming is basically mm -hmm. the idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. like all of these dictators, all these authoritarian leaders always get overthrown as soon as like the there's, stable... There's no jobs. Yeah. The stable jobs aren't there because... And this is what kind of like... Belarus did not go through necessarily the same shit that like Poland, Ukraine, mm -hmm. a lot of these other countries went through after the fall of the Soviet Union mm -hmm. because... Lukashenko took over in 1984 and basically didn't allow... Like, neoliberalism hasn't come to Belarus no. in the same yeah. way as yeah, no, no, other no. places. Uh, because, it, like, to keep him in power, he's had to make sure that everyone who is a threat to him has a nice, cushy state job, effectively. Yes. Which is why you get those insane, like, tankies who think that Belarus is, like, the... Soviet, like, golden yeah. land. Belarus's economy is, like, almost identical to how Russia's is. Just yeah. poorer. yeah. But it, like, there is stable work for a lot of people in the same way that there like isn't here even like there's like Belarus still has well like shit wages, but still has yeah. the concept of like if you stay at your job long enough, your wages will increase, which is like a thing that doesn't really exist for a lot of like industries in Western Europe, United States. Like to increase your wages, you have to move job. Like that's the only way it will happen, um, which is tenuous. But like, yeah, that's the kind of situation that um, anyone who's opposing Lukashenko would probably get rid of in favor mm -hmm. of 
just full-blown neoliberalism. Yeah, yeah, because like there's a lot of things on paper that like, oh, Poland is doing better at X, Y, and Z. Look at how much it's grown GDP-wise. That's a useful measure of a country's wealth. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah, 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 but like there's... The, the the sales pitch to these kind of idiot goons of like neoliberalism is strong. Like mm. to them, it's very compelling. So, yeah. And there will be like short-term gains for sure there will be mm -hmm. things they can point to and say look how much better we are now we mm. have a starbucks or something Yay. <laughs> <laughs> like, but there would be things like that it's like the same as gentrification it's just like look at all the nice things around you yeah you oh my god i hope they don't take down the nice uh hammer and sickles starbucks can i still keep the emblem no. though <laughs> it's, it's that weird mermaid spreading her no, yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Seattle, Seattle in the nineties is wild. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you've seen seen these kind of like methods before in two thousand ten with arresting opposition candidates. So mm -hmm. you had a situation where one of them was on a train, and I don't really know anything about the candidates or like what they stood for. But right. he was on a the train, then they shot at him, and then he was took out of the train and taken out of the train and yeah. arrested. And they tend to do that in... <laughs> I was like, we weren't planning to arrest you. We just, David, David's drunk. <laughs> Shoot wildly. I was like, oh, it wasn't, I didn't know it was you. We, we, we ran Mr. out of bullets. Opposition candidate. We gave David the gun. It's his birthday. <laughs> you have the kid right around the patrol car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some kid on ride along. Do you okay. want to shoot at the opposition candidate? <laughs> <laughs> well, but but uh, it it always kind of like was like that that they would arrest people, then they would be in prison for an indefinite time. Like some of them would be released immediately when there was no like protest anymore. Yeah. Like after a few days, some would be threatened with like life in prison or twenty five years in prison or something. Mm. And then all of a sudden, after a few weeks, they all get released without any saying. Like, they just get out of prison, and that's yeah. it. No trial, nothing. And they tend to do that. It's kind of like a weird method, because you're standing there without any political opportunity anymore, because you don't even have a trial. People will not rally behind mm. you, saying, like, free XY, Gaspardine. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but even then, yeah. like, a trial would also, like extend the painful process of what you went through like it, i'd imagine there's a lot of people who probably come out of that pretty scarred being like i just want to leave it alone yeah like let's just fuck it let's go exactly watch yeah belarusian netflix exactly um I no i don't have a joke about belarusian <laughs> netflix <laughs> we did it guys netflix <laughs> print that on 12 million t-shirts <laughs> Oh my god, someone will steal that. Oh, they will, like yeah. Or something <laughs> <laughs> like Don't listen to this. Um, we said it first. Um, yeah, so like that, If that's you spelt Netflix in a uh, Cyrillic alphabet, though, it would be pronounced as Netflix. Netflix, yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, like we it. all learned something. Um, no flicks. <laughs> no flicks. Oh, that X is weird, though, because you have to use a K and an S for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, though. You have that fun Kazakh um, Cyrillic character yeah. that all the Russians hate looking at. <laughs> um, so the the weird thing about this is that, yeah, you're right, in previous times they've done this, where they just released people. Mm -hmm. The thing that's happened now, though, is they've released a bunch of people, and they're like, 
mo- like international observers, foreign policy people who have been looking at this, been like, we think Lukashenko did this to ease tensions. Be mm-hmm. like, all the people who were arrested, they're out now. Why are you complaining? Right? Didn't he leave too? Like, wasn't there his private jet on the way to? Oh, I don't know about that. Somewhere. Oh, that's I, I. I would do that if I was him. But sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing is. That's what international observers are saying. That's the mm-hmm. plan behind it. Mm-hmm. It may have backfired because all people are coming out of prison being like visibly injured and yeah, telling yeah, people we were beating the shit out of yeah. And everyone's like pissed. Yeah, but actually I think that wasn't like that before, you know, that people were also talking about it. And mm. like because they weren't released immediately, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I read something like of... Like, they waited people three days. For okay. these people to be released, okay. yeah, uh, of protesters like coming Jesus. home. <laughs> 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 Interesting. <Yeah. laughs> of like protesters going home and they're like telling the story and like nobody would, people would just not react to them or something, even if they had like uh, marks or something on their body right, or something. Right. That was former protests, you know. Yeah. Nobody would want to talk to them because nobody would want to get in, you trouble know, in, in trouble. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody would say like, or people with uh, mothers would say, or like parents would say, like, why would you risk, like, for example, your university mm. degree or something like that? Yeah. So before it wasn't actually, I don't know. The don't the, know. the risk reward kind of met, like breakdown in your head was probably not great. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I mean, this is all such a fucking hard thing to also then just like pry open too because i don't know if you guys have noticed who's been like getting really horny for all this stuff like brussel bubble libs yeah that and like human rights watch and amnesty international and whatnot and the thing that then i i mean huh what (laughs) (laughs) what nothing (laughs) um the thing i'm like probably the most afraid of as well is that then like okay obviously there's legitimate strife within the country of Belarus, you know, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Lukashenko, not great, (laughs) you know, Um, I'm what, I mean, because it's like the same tactic that was also then tried to with, what? I gotta be uh, like a purist again. (laughs) No, 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 no. it's like, it's 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 just like, because the situation that then we're currently ending towards is Ukraine, which is like, I mean, one of the biggest jokes yeah. of a fucking country right now. <laughs> no, I mean, what, what are you going to be fucking... I have a TV star as a... <laughs> yeah, what? I mean... He was going to legalize weed and guns. <laughs> Hello, the that's libertarian what Libertarian candidate. <laughs> he was a libertarian yes. candidate. Do you ever look at his platform? Zelensky's platform was insane. Guns and weed. Cool guy. I liked how Damn. he played the president on TV. Yeah. <laughs> he ever just he like went on the internet in 2008 and just never left. <laughs> <laughs> they just got him in Ukraine. Um, you ever light a blunt with your gun? <laughs> <laughs> Zelensky's Ukraine. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but it's like it's like it's the same thing then with that of of um, yeah seeing the seeing the people in the West who are getting horny for it and yeah I'm I'm very curious of then what kind of bizarre fucking Western-backed coup thing is just going to, like, pop out of nowhere. Um, Or Russian-backed. Because this this is, like... Uh, Yeah, yeah, we haven't heard about Putin yet. Putin just congratulated him. He did, he did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Putin's being smart and, like, not really, like, like, 
he just congratulated him. There's like like left yeah, it as exactly. that. Yeah. If you notice, Russian state media is not talking about Belarus at all. Actually, they were once in Belarus insulting Lukashenko after the incident yeah, with so this is, But this is okay. So this is the weird thing that's happening. Um, so a lot of like people are getting their information. A lot of people I'm seeing getting their information are getting it from like you know resistance Russian media. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, Medusa, which is quite good. Like I, I don't have yeah. a problem with Medusa, but like the the other thing is, well, is I'm not sure how long this is going to last because lots of journalists and like photographers and stuff are, have been arrested or attacked and beaten. Yes, and most of yeah. them are Russian because yeah. that's just where you would have easiest yeah. access or whatever. But also like other from like from the US and shit like or from yeah. BBC and shit like that. Yeah, as far as I know. well you can beat up the BBC people, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, and then it was also like there was meetings between Heiko Maas and Sergei Lavrov like and apparently that was mostly what they were discussing was just like what the fuck's happening in oh. Belarus. I I find it like so there was that whole like fake coup thing that um, Lukashenko, Lukashenko was saying that, yeah. yeah. But he and then so he's then like the thing with it too is that then he was saying that first it was Russia and then he's like, oh, we're going to turn the internet off because foreign powers, particularly yeah. he meant the West, yeah, then yeah, in that sense, are going to try to you know, which is like not wrong, like just sure. historically speaking, like that, I mean, like for some people it sounds ridiculous, but that is like obviously one of the very first tactics that then like I mean any outside agitator i know that we normally associate <laughs> that no 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 but we normally yeah. we normally associate that word now with like you know the russia gate idiots but they're like the us is the number one outside agitator in elections yeah. internationally yeah, um, the thing of it though is that belarus belarus has never had a strong enough opposition for like anyone to actually care and like try to like you know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bother the the you have to be really shit politically for the u.s not to back you yeah because the u.s have backed some duds in the past yeah like navalny in russia has been like the u.s is horny as shit oh, for they him love in, like, him the he has his organization Wong over Guido. there Wang Guaido. yeah exactly yeah. someone like yeah has declared himself president of russia of belarus <laughs> um yeah but like i i think there's still this is the problem with like lukashenko's position before all of this or like even during this of like wanting to not necessarily cow to, like uh, um, toe the line on like everything Russia was saying. Yeah. So like I don't I don't see it as completely impossible that Russia would take advantage of this situation. They would probably be quicker to react, and it's way. I think it's just way easier for them to take advantage of the situation than it would be for the U.S. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. They're like they're it's right quite, there. It's next door. <laughs> yeah, the two countries speak the same language. They already have the kind of like uh, way to get into yeah. the country. Yeah. Russia yeah. is yeah. trying to expand its influence, while the United States is like very much diminishing as a world power. Not yeah. that Russia is like rising as a world power, but it would then serve as an opportunity to then like it's a very paranoid world power. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. And what is then a better opportunity than to just like. I mean, because then Russia could, like, remove Lukashenko, be like, oh, yeah, hey, we're the, you know, you know, we understand that the people don't want him. Yeah, he is you a know? different candidate. I mean, that's that's a very, very, very viable option. I mean, like, obviously, Russia could do it through, you know, clandestine methods. Russia does have a, like, very capable, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, 
you know, foreign service that just murders people uh, throughout yes. the world. <laughs> Our Patreon supporters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they would murder Lukashenko. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the, the, the like, like yeah, the, the we, FSB very much yeah. could easily, like, you know. Uh, yeah, this, mean, if this happens, it would be like Lukashenko retiring. Exactly, Russia, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen lately that Putin not really cares too much about when it comes to, like, Having a relationship, <laughs> not <laughs> having a relationship, but it's complicated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but caring, like being loyal to the people he has, like a political relationship yeah, with, yeah, yeah. because he has removed what's his name from the Agra, ag- some ag- Abkhaz, or the, gra- the uh, Ministry of Agriculture. Well, some like oh, one, yeah. so, some big Agra company. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he didn't even do anything that wrong, but right. they wanted to kind of uh, internalize it, like eat it yeah. up as, you know. Consolidation of power. Yeah. yeah. And so normally it was like, there, there was like this unwritten contract, like if you're an oligarch, but you don't get political, that's cool. You can be yeah. an oligarch. That's all fine. But he kind of broke that with, with kicking this guy off um, his like head seat of this this company, this uh, Agra company. I don't know what I've, I forgot the name. So yeah, I mean Lukashenko and him haven't always been best friends. I mean they do act in their political interests. Of course they have like a strong. Uh, Lukashenko had a strong ally with Russia. Mm. I mean, but I mean the like lovey dovey plans of like making it one didn't turn out no. too well. He, well they he's had been disagreements while. Yeah, so I guess the way that I put it is, like, while Russia is Belarus's, like, best ally, I don't think that relationship... Called frenemies, okay. Frenemy, yeah. But, like, yeah, for Russia, it's more of a frenemy situation. Like, like it's not... Russia, I would imagine, demands or would like more loyalty from whoever's in charge of Belarus. Definitely. And... If there's someone out there, yeah. <laughs> missed connections. You are an Eastern European despot. <laughs> I'm another Eastern European despot. Um, we met on uh, Little St. James. <laughs> the, um, it's Zelensky just like crawling over to Putin, like, what? Are you with me? <laughs> the, um, the thing that I think would be, I think the other thing on the other side of that is just like the, the Russian paranoia of. If they lost Belarus, if it did become like CIA land mm. or whatever, like that's NATO Poland. land, yeah, that, that but that is Poland. But like, yeah. I think there would be like a huge crisis within the like geopolitics. Like, oh, geopolit- Russia would just invade Belarus at that yeah, point. Like, yeah, it, it, like they they can't definitely like they they reacted in such a way of possibly losing Ukraine. Like, yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah. Russia yeah. literally invaded. I guess it's not Russia. Yeah. Um, over Russia. like over something way smaller than mm. the situation of if then like just like a U.S. backed power just ends up right next door to them because Ukraine never was like a, like there were candidates that the U.S. is like trying to push, but the U.S. does not have that big of an influence no. in Ukraine, yeah. and it was kind of then the sense of like also with like with with like uh, um, you know. What are we supposed to call it now? I know that the oil Maidan is not the proper name anymore, but whatever. I don't care. Just Maidan. Maidan. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was in the thing of kind of like amongst like foreign policy thinkers in the sense of like, oh, okay, like, you know, how important is Ukraine? You know, if like if NATO and the EU care that much about Ukraine, then they'll back the candidate and they'll, mm. you know, back the protesters. And then it showed like very quickly that then Ukraine yeah. did not fucking matter one bit. Yeah. No. 
And I think... Belarus, though, is kind of... I mean, you have big-ass NATO troops and, like, Latvia at the border and stuff like that. So Belarus... Yeah, but but Ukraine then also for NATO offers a perfect position then to, you know, have ports and and, and military bases there and whatnot. Didn't they... Like no one gave it up. Like everyone wanted it with the like the, yeah, the submarine porn. Yeah, yeah, that's why Russia wants Crimea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. This, is, this mismatch, though, I think, is the interesting thing of why I think it might end up with something a bit more Russian friendly at the end of the day. Yeah. because yeah. I think Russia cares way more about it than yeah, the US exactly. does. Yeah. 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 yeah, same thing with Ukraine. Russia cared yeah. significantly more about it than the than than the West did. Yeah, and I mean. If it'll end up better or worse, then I mean, like, I don't want to be too much of a negative Nancy and say that then, like, like, okay, first off is like, do I think that Lukashenko is going to, like, last out this crisis? Probably. Mm. Just strictly saying that then um, he he has gotten out of a situation like this before. The opposition isn't strong enough behind one. They're not like the opposition doesn't like the candidate. They're not. Even, they're not yeah, like, they're not really deep in the like politics game or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's not like yeah, there's, she's, but she's not even like supposed to be the president afterwards. No, she's no, exactly. Yeah, she's yeah. just a placeholder for not just as she does stuff as well, but like. She literally, like her husband, literally said, like she she's is not going to be president. Exactly, yeah. he's going to pull the strings, basically, yeah. and yeah. So, so I, I don't think that then, I don't think that it's going to end up in the sense that then we're going to see her becoming president of Belarus. Nor do I think it's going to end up like I, I, I do think that then things are going to go back to normal. Quite, and this is all speculation. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. However, I've, I've not been wrong very often on this show. <laughs> um, uh, it'll probably go back to normal with then like the Lukashenko, you know, how you know, just, just just Belarus being under Lukashenko. The thing that probably will change though is that I, I think what you guys are both kind of hinting that as well is that the relationship between Russia and Belarus is going to have to drastically change because there's probably going to be some backdoor deal between Putin mm-hmm. and Lukashenko that then will have to be made yeah. in order for mm-hmm. them this to... And with which the, if, if that means, can be, you know, more concession to Russia, if that means that then Belarus is then more active within then, I think Belarus is part of that, like, you know, the, the, the counter NATO mm-hmm. thing that, mm-hmm. that Russia has. Um, because you're right, like, Russia is incredibly paranoid as a world power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are also, um, yeah, it's Russia's bizarre because you have um, uh, 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 a country who's broke as shit. Yeah. With one of the largest militaries in the world, who's expanding their influence actually quite well in Europe. Like this doesn't mean that I think that they're like you know like the boogeyman that everyone says. Yeah, exactly. But just strictly looking at it from the sense of how like you know world politics goes, like the U.S. is diminishing. Turkey is trying to you know <laughs> flex their influence in the area that they have. There's already, also, there's, excuse me. There's already French military just like off their coast. Now. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Russia then well, is also an ally news- too of, of Armenia, who's having you know uh, trouble with so, Turkey as well. Turkey in the news uh, right now that the United Arab Emirates uh, oh, one of the axes of evil. Wanted to make a like uh, deal with Israel, yes, yeah, to, yeah. to soften the conflict that they always have, and Turkey was like, 
you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And now they're getting into a fight with the Emirates. And oh, <laughs> yeah. The thing, though, is that like with, with Erdogan, though, that's much different with Putin, is that then if Erdogan takes one wrong step, his entire country will collapse. Yeah, I mean, seriously, like, he's starting like right now, he's attacking everyone. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Erdogan's biting... Uh, first off, Erdogan's also a part of NATO, which then if... <laughs> Erdogan breaks that, like, you know, his, his bizarre contract that he has with NATO by just, like, you know, just deciding, like, on, th- on Thursday starting to invade a war Greece. With France. Yeah, starting a war with France. <laughs> or there with are already Greece newspapers that put, like, Turkish flag on Greek islands and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. It was, like, airstrikes and, uh, yeah. like, or, like, air, like, jets, just fighting yeah. jets. Again, and so. Erdogan is your, is, is your dumb, extremely racist Turkish nationalist uncle yes, who just. He, the he show, like, a- so, you know, like his swag, his electronic <laughs> duo. <with> <laughs> well, his power is crumbling right now because of the yeah. situation in, yeah. in Turkey. So he does everything. Like he did crazy shit before when, yeah. the, like, and there's actually a political like a opposition in Turkey. <laughs> I don't know about the coup. Like, I um, totally nature, believe that the but, coup is him. But like, it was very helpful for him. Of so. course. Um, yeah. So he does like like really weird, crazy shit like yeah. that. Like he was starting. But, uh, like, yeah, Nick is right. There is. Uh, political opposition even if like the Kamalists are kind of toothless but you still also have like yeah. the communists the Kurdish parties yeah. who have yeah who've legitimately concessioned their power to the Kamalists yeah. when they've needed to yeah, knowing yeah, that know. the Kamalists yeah. will not like defend their right but yeah, just, yeah, of that, course. That just, maybe... just to make Istanbul at least uh, Istanbul and and which one Izmir as well or Izmir, yeah. I think Izmir, Izmir, Izmir yeah. Yeah. in Istanbul big. yeah to, to get it uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. CHP um Lead. Yeah, but like yeah. Russia's position is not similar to that at all. There's no political opposition that then has footing in Russia. There's also like <laughs> all the great parties of Russia. Yeah, uni- all united Russia and <laughs> yeah, and, that, and, that and, and Yablaka. Yeah. <laughs> and well, the communist and party. And Navalny, who's independent now because he's not part he's of Yablaka because he was too racist for Yablaka. Oh jeez, <laughs> you love to see it. But yeah, I mean, and and I I think then that this all. Um, yeah, this all just kind of has in the sense of, of yeah, and I, I like like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer saying that then like oh the protests are going to go nowhere, um, but I don't feel that it's picking up enough traction on like an international scale of like the West willingly wanting to remove Lukashenko oh, because there's nothing in it for them. Yeah. And I know that this sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah, but it's always like, of course, then... Like, the, there is there is aspects as well of like, even if the protests were quote-unquote successful, then we're probably just looking at mini-Ukraine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like oh, every, yeah, exactly. Everything that happened at Maidan, like the consequences of Maidan, like as soon as that like new presidential election happened after your guy was uh, ousted... Um, was just like as soon as I saw that election, I was just like disappointing. <laughs> like yes. none of these candidates are good. Like Poroshenko didn't really offer anything different to Yanukovych. Yanukovych, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yanuk- yeah. Like because all, other than just more lip service to the EU, which Yanukovych yes. did. It's just when it, the you know. Well, we have a ninety days without visa deal now. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. with Belarus as well. Yeah, but not from the other side, uh, the other way around, right? No. Because Ukrainians can now come to Europe for 90 days as well. Yeah. Yay! But like, <laughs> it was all worth it. Yeah, especially <laughs> the war in Donetsk. <laughs> um, on a summer in Crimea? You can't. Um, but like, yeah, so that whole... Like, but that's... 
I, I think that's the more disappointing situation than what like Nick is describing is what Nick's describing is like, well, at least the people who like threw down during this period of time are still there. And maybe the next opportunity they will know what better to do or like, like have a fucking candidate. And I know yeah. that then this, yeah. like this is kind of stupid to say because then like, okay, well yeah, all the other candidates got arrested, but it's like, they also were not good. No. You know, you're uh, fucking, you know, YouTube gamer, like, I don't know, what, 2025, they'll have, like, what, a pickup artist candidate? Like, what's, like... What like, was it? It was, like, Jis in Belarus or something? I don't like know, that. but, like... like life and yeah, the thing of it is that then, like, the political landscape of these countries, of Ukraine and of Belarus, yeah. and you can also make the same argument for, like, Poland and Hungary Moldova, as well, maybe. Moldova, Bel- uh, 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 Bulgaria as mm-hmm. well, is that then because... Now, in the sense of all the rest of them is because like they're just like they're just centrism forever and always. The thing that then the Belarusian candidates then are continues to try to do is just like, you know, mirror that, which has ended up in a completely disastrous government since the nineties, mm. you know, for every post Soviet or post Eastern Bloc country. Like there's not one e- post Eastern Bloc country that then is not either being engulfed by fascism right yeah, now. Yeah. Or super Yeah, or like engulfed in like one of the most chaotic yeah. forms of neoliberalism that the no one lives Except there anymore. Except for Slovenia. <laughs> Slovenia is also having an ex- <laughs> also having a political crisis right now where then they, the, the government keeps like there's there's massive protests going on I in know. Slovenia for the yeah. past like two months I would also say that I would exempt from that assessment I would exempt probably all the ex-Yugoslav countries yeah exactly yeah. and that is a different they, situation they, they went through yeah. different shit yeah. yeah well yeah because they went through an immediate civil war yeah, exactly but also I'm, ta- they I'm talking but they also weren't they also aren't the eastern bloc because yeah, they, yeah, they had exactly uh, yeah. they had relations with the west yeah, yeah. but like Albania is also a, a like a weird one. Yeah, yeah. yeah we c- everything Southeast Europe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but the um, no, like I, I think you're right though. But like the the what I'm saying is is like that situation. I think is probably less disappointing than the situation of um, like literally everyone sitting around in Minsk one day when Lu- Lukashenko leaves and like Johnny. Neoliberalich comes along <laughs> and like. Wait, why is he? Uh, yeah, uh, either European. It'll either be Johnny Neoliberovich or like Johnny Neonazivich. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's all those are the only two like plausible outcomes like, of this situation. If it has like a post Maidan situation, it will be just the entire like entire population yeah. of like Minsk and Brett just sitting in a big giant plaza going, "We win?" Question mark. Yeah. Like yeah. it'll just be so weird and disappointing and. All those people who are now like throwing down uh, and kicking off or whatever will just become so fucking disillusioned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas the situation of Lukashenko stays in power is well, maybe these guys will know what to do better next time. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you'll just have another banker and another like I mean, YouTuber. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. I because mean, there's no actual politics in these countries. Yeah. I mean, there are, no, but it's yeah, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no actual like good like i don't want to say good alternatives because uh, that's subjective i guess but there's no alternative that then you can actually look at and be like oh okay there's like a like a, a progressive candidate in belarus like i don't want to fucking uh, know what the youtubers not, yeah. i do not want to know what the fucking youtuber social policies for belarus was like yeah. how much how fucking homophobic he, kind of, he was he or really something. reminds I don't know. me of a navani character kind of because of the youtube stuff navani did that as well yeah, navani yeah, yeah. got re- really famous because of his anti-corruption efforts which is really funny because like this is basically the platform he's run he was running on, on and everyone loved it of course liberals love anti-corruption stuff 
Yeah. Like, yeah. without understanding what corruption actually Damn, means. what did Navalny get in trouble for? I don't remember. Uh, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of interesting because it got picked up by Putin as well. Be oh, no, no, because it was actually something that addressed, I don't know who was first, though, that addressed the Putin situation of arresting everyone for, for corruption issues and using corruption as, like, removing, uh, as a me measure to remove people. And then Navalny took this and made it a, his thing, you know, and was a platform he was running on. And he did it on YouTube. He has really funny videos. Yeah. <laughs> but Putin... So he made yeah. it cool. He made anti-corruption cool. Putin's <laughs> like... That bell, yeah. yeah. The thing, though, that that's also super interesting, and I know we're like... like I hate using this comparison just because Belarus and Russia are next to each other that they're similar, but I think Putin's such an interesting figure in this because as a strongman leader... Putin's kind of the best always. Like, he really is so much fucking smarter than everyone else in the game. In comparison to the candidates? <laughs> no, in comparison to, like, every other strongman leader in the world, like, in comparison to Erdogan, in comparison he, to He didn't to really Trump. lose yet, did he? No, it's not even that. It's just that Putin, like, Putin's, like, personality, like, never really comes through in his politics. It's always, like, what's good for Russia, you know? And, like, yeah, there's, I'm not, like, like there is, like, there is an individual thing of that then, like, you know, Putin showing his manliness and manliness and Putin doing this and Putin doing that. Uh, he was it, shirtless on a horse. Yeah, exactly. The but it's like he's vulnerable is with like a baby tiger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh the manliest God. animal to be vulnerable with. I know. There's probably puppy photos of him. <laughs> no, but like, you know, where it's like, it's like Putin's also like, those pictures are the pictures that then are allowed to be shown of him. There's only one photographer who's like allowed to take pictures of him, which was like... Is that the one he... Yes. Yes. That was a former fashion model who then he mm. made into his photographer. It is a ph yeah. photographer. But, <laughs> no, but like, but in, in, in terms of like stuff that then that gets passed, is that then like, okay, like, you know, the ultra conservatism and stuff like that. Mm. If Putin actually cares about that or not, I don't think he, I don't, no, it doesn't really. matter. He's kind of like handling all the fucking, like all the different opinions. So he doesn't let the, there, there's worse than Putin yeah. in Russia. They're like super conservative, super orthodox, super, Nothing against that. Uh, yeah, don't, no, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super anti-LGBT, and I mean, yeah, and he took that. He t he took some of those ideas. I don't know if Putin really cares about you being gay or not. It, yeah, it doesn't uh, probably really matter, not. But, but it, he sees he, himself as a reflection of like Russia. Exactly, and I think and that actually takes, is quite yeah, true. And and he takes yeah, he takes uh, popular opinions, and he well that's the way he consolidates his po uh, power yeah. and he actually at the same time always makes it seem like he is not the person that pushes these agendas it's through the russian people. it's yeah it's the russian people or it's always someone else but he is the one you can call at night or something when you worry about something the state does wrong but he is not the state and that is really interesting he's a fucking he, genius he's a guy he's you can call at night and talk call about what is <laughs> Oh, That's very interesting. Problem. Yeah, it's it's really fascinating yeah, how yeah. how he fucking like. Yeah. Anyway, how do we end up on Putin? <laughs> because Belarus. Yeah. Uh, because strong leaders, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And because of the sense of how important the situation is. This situation is far yeah. more important for Russia than it no, is definitely. for the West. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> Bel. Like 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 Belarus is just you geographically caught in a shit place. I, I mean, you see it already. Like uh, you don't see too much um, posting and informing people on social media as you see in, in like when it, in comparison to Ukraine, for example. Yeah. There was uh, more yeah, going yeah. on when it came to. Ukraine. Immediately, a Netflix documentary that came out like because a week maybe people or so really like to go to Crimea. I think. I mean, that was a different situation, but well, like, um, well, Ukraine was also like way more strategically important. I think, it, like, because the black.
taxi yeah. access because yeah. of like it, it's it was also like the reason why Putin wanted it in the UAE so badly is because it would have been the second richest member of the UAE. Yeah. It's like yeah. one of the better economies in the region, which is like again not not a huge bar to yeah. overcome, but still. Um, so like that was why and everyone wanted it but like i'm just saying when yeah when it comes to like the social media uh, like sharing of, of mm. the situation there's not well there's not the f- so much coming out of the country because of the internet problem yeah, that was internet backup though did, yeah but you didn't have that in ukraine as much and no? it's also we're pointing out that i i, I want to point this like why the internet strategy didn't necessarily work this time mm. is because at this point, like compared to say 2010, like 10 years ago, um, they had um, the the average Belarusian protester seemed to have figure out like a um, like how to use Telegram without yeah. like relying like Telegram plus VPNs, and they were able. Yeah. To Telegram spread. was the w- one that was working actually when yeah. the internet, like all the yeah, borders yeah, yeah. were down, and yeah, yeah, yeah so exactly like they were so. able to like use that throughout. Um, the protests so like the majority of the internet was down yeah. but like they were yeah. able to continue to coordinate but the, go- the, the channels to communicate can't do that in Russia Telegram is gone yeah yeah. I was there when that happened actually but that's um, yeah do we have anything else to say about Belarus no that's it really it's just us being us speculating which is kind of maybe not fair and I normally don't like doing this but yeah. it's also kind of like such a weird situation where, um, I mean, because just, yeah, the brutality that then is happening on the fl- on, on the ground is obviously there. Yeah. We, you know, seen it, we talked about it. But the I, I find this, I mean, it's, it's, it's the thing that's interesting about it is that because of where, it, yeah, because of where, Bel- Bel- like how Belarus kind of fits into this picture is that there's just kind of like a massive, like staring into the like void of, geopolitics right now yeah it, it i think the speculation on our part is fair because it is interesting to think about where it's going to go um we will probably be talking about belarus uh, probably a couple more times before this month is over yeah oh yeah um like as of recording like there are general strikes happening in like several industries including yeah. state-owned industries within belarus that are like as far as I remember, that's more than what like Ukraine did. Like Ukraine was like entirely like the street protest didn't have yeah. any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like an interesting angle, and maybe that will work for them, um, or at least affect some changes where people can be happy with Lukashenko again, whatever that is. But it's um, yeah, it's it's just a geopolitically fucked situation because the West doesn't care enough about yeah. you and that is unfortunate. Russia doesn't want you. But we can all cheer ourselves up because we're going to use our Patreon money to buy <laughs> Andrew Tate's PhD program. Oh! What, a pussy hunting degree? I was going to say pretty huge dick, but yeah. Okay. Because the cover is just these women in very busty dresses. But there's Andrew Tate. Oh, he's also say, there. How do you get so close to those women? Pay three hundred and thirty-seven pounds of my time. Also, this website aggressively messages me <laughs> while I'm on it. So I'm going to close it now. But yeah. Alrighty. Um. Yeah. So I guess that that's that's our weekly. Oh yeah, and also one one last thing about Belarus too yeah. is I think that then like we I want to be fair about it. The yeah. thing that then like because uh, I've seen like. 
the majority of things not addressing the political situation of Belarus, not addressing then like the real like again like the thing of then like the bizarre imagery of like an ultra right wing thing becoming the banner for this movement. I think yeah. it's fair yeah. to be critical about because I get that then like people oh, are getting funny. behind this. A lot of young people are. Um, I obviously don't think that they're Nazis. That's not no, true. No, no, but yeah. it, the thing that, that I am genuinely afraid of is that then the alternative that then is being that because this imagery isn't being presented, the one that then people may unknowingly, just out of the sake of wanting Lukashenko gone, may really get into is going to be this like, you know, Belarus as it was, you know, forever ago and how yeah, and, and never. <laughs> it never actually was yeah. that then... Uh, Great I, I, nation. Yeah, um, probably yeah. worse White than Lukashenko. <laughs> well, it's like it's the same with any like large group of people waving a particular flag. It's yeah. always just like always examine the most gung ho one, like the ones yeah. that are like, really yeah, into yeah, what exactly. they because they're the ones when this when this political project reaches like the what do moment. Yeah. These are the people who will know what to do, and they will start doing exactly. It. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, that would be like the equivalent of Germany would be like if people were holding up like the like uh, no 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 the like the like uh, uh, the like Reichsbürger flags. Yeah, I was about to say the Reichsbürger. Yeah, yeah the Reichsbürger. Yeah, yeah. The Reichsbürger like, flag, not the, the Kaiserreich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flag. yeah. Like not not the her, the other. I would, yeah, if I saw those in people in Germany waving those, which uh, you do see those people like, in Germany waving oh, flags. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird great. because our interbellum period was. Different. We had a weird Weimar Republic, and that was this thing <laughs> that just was destined to fail. Yes. But yeah. So I just, I, I, I don't want to like, I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want it to be sounding that then like I'm too like, oh Nick, you're mean to the protesters, this and that and that. I think we can be like rightfully critical of the thing that then they're getting behind. Obviously, I don't think that Lukashenko's good. Like I'm not stupid. However, the the like a viable alternative to him right now just has not appeared. You know, and I think we can like rightfully look at that in the face. Yeah. I'm sorry, like I'm I'm genuinely sorry to any Belarusian listeners that we have. I'm sorry that then I have this very you know drab. You mean in the sense of, of someone that could beat him. No, Rather just in the sense someone of that like is better than him. Someone that just is like yeah, just an all, like just a genuine alternative to Lukashenko that then isn't horrible. Like yeah, I mean there, there's multiple angles on this because yeah, yeah, like, like you're you're asking all the right questions. It was like. Yes, there is a there isn't anyone who has enough power. No, yeah. there is then not anyone who is good. There's yes. definitely not a who knows politics yeah. enough. There's definitely not a combination of those two <laughs> yeah. things um, for there to be anything. It, like the threat to Lukashenko is a vague one, mm. yeah, and I think that's possibly also what scares him the most, yeah, um, because it could just manifest as anything, but. At the moment, yeah, they don't really... It's a manifest as Poland! <laughs> ah. Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. I was about to bring... Yeah, bring them back to... <laughs> and they're grandfathered into the EU. Oh, oh no. shit. <laughs> suddenly get Belarus. Oh, no. Doing Ages the... of Empire, huh? <laughs> uh. um, yeah. That's, that's, that, that, that's it. That's all I got. That's our weekly Cornish baby. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like the show... Give us some money on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash corner And the theme song is made by Melty Brains. They're actually working on a new album at the moment in West Cork. Their Instagram is a good follow. Anyway, we will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao.